Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem! I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Fear, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world! much cool getting pumped yeah you should be i am pumped i should be pumped you should be pumped all right why because nick i'm gonna ask you a question i like questions first though i need you to get into character all right tell me who i am all right so instead of being some bum that hangs out in my basement with me i need you to be a little bit a little bit more high class all right i can do that i can fake it until i make it yeah i need you to be a member of the upper class the elite look at these peasants down below yeah, maybe not too upper class, okay. though. I need you grounded for the sake of the regular people. So I'm like middle management? Yeah. You're, A little you're, higher. you're the people's champion, kind of, I guess. But, you know, you're better than them. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm the so, I'm the Dwayne Johnson in this situation? Sure, if you want to be Dwayne Johnson. He's pretty elite. I'm just saying he's the people's champion, that's all. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Mine went, went straight there. It's my fault. Yeah. Well, so I think you kind of got it. I think so. Uh, Okay. So you're in that role. So I'm at the upper crust, but I'm still close enough to the people. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, your way of life is coming to an end. Why? Your equals and the people that look up to you, all of it is about to come crashing down. Why? Why didn't we keep the boot on their neck? Well. Why are they rising up? Are they rising up? No. Okay. So what's changing? Here's my question. Okay. Back against the wall. Okay. Looking out for your people, the little people below you. Okay. Everybody's working together. Okay. So we've got a unit. All right. What are you going to do? My back's against the wall, but I'm fighting for my people. Uh huh. I'm like their leader in a way. Kind of. Sort of. Sort of. I mean, I'm going to fight. Yeah. I'm going to, ki- I'm going to, you know, get jacked emotionally and mentally and physically and fight against what's going to take us out. So you're going to lay it all, lay it all out. Yeah. Lay it all out. Try to stop this <clears throat> end. Yeah. I'm going to let it all for hang- you and your people. I'm going to let it all hang out okay. so that they, um, so that we, uh, we do good. Okay. Well, this is where I take on my new role. I don't like that. Since I'm the storyteller. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I have all the power and influence. Oh, Christ. All right. And that's the role I'll take on with my character, too. I don't like this arrangement. So all of your ideas were good. You know, the fighting, you know, standing up. Yeah, it seems like they're going to be pretty futile, though. Well, no. Okay. I like them. Okay. They're good ideas. All right. However, I think we should make a couple changes. Okay. I think you should let me hit you in the head. I mean... <clears throat> Are we in character? Yeah. Because I would like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I mean, you, you may have almost hit yourself in the head with a mic earlier. God, I did. I but I don't need to hit you with a mic. You ever so we're in character. Okay. 
You ever boop yourself in the chin with a microphone you thought was the stand? Yeah. Well, it happened a few minutes ago. <laughs> it's real surprising. It was. <laughs> we were both caught really off guard. Yeah. All right, well. Yeah, but no. Uh, I'm just going to give you a good yeah. whack. All right, I get whacked. All right, it doesn't sound like I had much of a choice in the matter, but it happened. Maybe I'll do it a couple times. Uh, it seems like that's a couple times too many. You know what? I think we should take it a little further, actually. Mm, I don't know how this is... We're going to get real weird with it. <laughs> I don't know how this is working out. I don't know how this is going to go well for me. Well, we'll see. We're trying, to, we're trying to save our way of life. Okay. I mean, it doesn't sound like I'm saving my way of life very well. Well, we'll see. I mean, if I'm not alive, I don't have a way of it. We'll see. All right. All right. right. Okay. The Celtic- Hit me. This will help. <laughs> Beat me down. Yeah. All right. Okay. The Celtic way of life for the people of what is now the UK oh, geez. was in danger. Yeah, it was many times. The Romans are coming, and they seem a little angry. Oh, why? Hmm. Well, Julius Caesar had tried to conquer the British Isles, but found it impossible. He managed to conquer the Celts in Gaul, which uh, is what like modern France would be. Yeah. But the English Channel and the island's natural defensible positions proved difficult for the legionnaires. Uh, eventually, you know, Julius Caesar, he, I think he died somehow, maybe assassinated, something like that. Maybe he might have been stabbed by a guy. Yeah, it might have happened. Called Judas. I don't think that was it. Is that him? Is, what, didn't, they, didn't, they, didn't they put him on a cross or something? No, I think you're mixing oh. a couple things up. <laughs> Brutus. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, sure. Brutus. Then I tried to play it off like I joked it on purpose. Didn't mess it up. Yeah. And yeah. Nope. Nailed it. Brutus, not Judas. It's a different. That's a different JC. Yeah. Oh. You're right. Uh, so the guy that followed him. Yeah. He did it in a way that made it pretty difficult. Actually, I don't think it was the guy that initially followed him. But a couple, couple maybe, a couple down the line. Was it, was it Augusta? I didn't write the name down. All right. It wasn't so, important enough, well, I guess. Rome is an empire now, so it's an emperor. Yep. So he showed up with a massive army. Okay. Some think up to 40,000 strong. Great. Rome was determined to wipe out the barbarous ways of the Celts. And it's just so amazing. They're on an island being left alone. Yeah, they're like, just leave us alone. Yeah, we just... You came to us. Yeah. We weren't invading Rome. It's like when... It's like if... I were to come over to your house and tell you to stop whatever you're doing. Right. I live here. <laughs> yeah, this is my home. Nope. No, no. God, we're just, make, it's my home now. Yeah, just whenever I drive by, I'm just so pissed you're inside there. Yeah. Gotta get rid of you. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. It's like, welcome to my home, I guess, with all your swords and spears and mm-hmm. shields and Roman attitude. Yeah, so he, he shows up. And with a pretty much a military force that is not going to stop, basically. Yeah, so Rome basically went away and leveled up and came back. Yeah. They were grinding it out, came back to battle the boss, and they were way too powerful. Mm-hmm. So the nobleman that Nick was playing a character as briefly there, things aren't going to go well for him. Because I was acting as a druid. Okay. A, a noble priest, oracle, astrologist, medicine man, person of authority, 
or at least highly regarded in Celtic culture. So you're like doing spells when you're beating me down? Maybe. Hmm. I still don't like the non-confirmation of what we're up to. Yeah, well, the gods of these ancient people often relate, related to the world around them. The land, sea, air, fertility, poetry, death. Yeah. All the things we kind of associate with the other ancient religions. Right? Makes, makes sense. They didn't have any TikToks back then. Right. The Druids often practiced divination and attempted to appease their gods in many different ways, offering valuable items to the gods, and sometimes the ultimate gift would need to be made. So with our backs against the wall, a sacrifice needs to be offered. I I had a feeling this is where that was going. Mm -hmm. A couple of whacks on the head with an axe, a garrote around the neck pulled tight, and then a blade across the throat. It's all this garrote talk lately. It's freaking me out. An offering to the gods. <laughs> All right. And we're not done there. A stab to the heart, then cut in half and placed in an area that the god, gods could accept the sacrifice. What area? Like on land? Oh, yeah. All right. Kind of. That'll stop those legionnaires. What if we diminish our fighting peoples by killing this one guy? Yeah. Maybe they make the Romans go away. Well, it didn't. They wiped out the heart of the Druidic culture, and it was a practice that was never written down. Oh, God. So there is not much known on the matter. It was a... What's the word I'm looking for? Verbal practice? Oral 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 tradition? There you go, that works. There we go. Yeah, yeah, so all, all of it was passed down through oral traditions. Okay, fair. So, history is written by the victors. I mean, and when it comes to history, Rome was a pretty big victor. They were pretty good at winning. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't too bad at it. Yeah, so what we do know of them comes a lot from Julius Caesar. And what he said of them was mostly that they were barbarians and sacrificed the living to sate their bloodthirsty gods. Says the guy who's starting to storm their island to massacre them. It's his island. All right. He's a, he's a god, right? That's what he said, at least. I mean, might as well. well. Julius Caesar was a man of the people. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We don't need to get into that. I know, that's fine. I'm just saying. He had all the general... Anyways. He had said that they would make giant idols in the shape of men. The limbs would be stuffed with living persons, and then the idol would be set ablaze. Like Burning Man. But But, but with with people. People inside? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ah. Okay. And remember, he never got to... No, he was... The British Isles. This was like France, Gaul. Yeah. Celts. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Okay. So that sounds fun. It does sound like a blast. Ancient Burning Man. I don't know if the costumes or whatever the hell they do at Burning Man. It's probably a little bit different. Maybe maybe it was pretty similar, actually. I don't know. Less people in the statue, I think. Right, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, Burning Man, Burning Men. Uh Uh, Well, what we do know about the Druids is that they were basically the wise men of the villages back in the before Common Era time. Got it. And they 
They were an order of the learned class among ancient Celts, and they acted as priests, teachers, and judges. So this comes from the Encyclopedia Britannica. Uh, there were two groups of men in Gaul that were held in honor, the Druids and the noblemen, which I believe noblemen in this sense is what you, like, I had you acting as. But yes. But other translations kind of say knights or warriors. So there like, you go. They're, they're like the elite, but... You know that's why they're still for the people. They're right. They're um, not the. Uh, they're not like an aristocracy. It's it's not quite that. Right. Uh, so Caesar related that the Druids took charge of the public and private sacrifices, and many young men went to, went to them for instruction. They judged all public and private quarrels and decreed penalties. If anyone disobeyed their decree, he was barred from sacrifice, which was considered the gravest of punishments. One druid was made the chief. Upon his death, another was appointed. If, however, several were equal in merit, the druids would vote. Although they sometimes resorted to armed violence, I guess it wasn't always a good vote. Uh, I mean, voting is hard. Yeah. Once a year, the druids assembled at a sacred place in the territory of the Carnutes, which was believed to be the center of all Gaul and all legal disputes were submitted to the judgment of the Druids. Caesar also recorded that the Druids abstained from warfare and paid no tribute. Uh, attracted by those privileges, many joined the order voluntarily or were sent there by their families. You know, it was like becoming a the first college graduate. Right. He made it. Yeah. He made it to being a Druid. They studied ancient verse, natural philosophy, astronomy, and the lore of the gods, some spending as much as 20 years in training. The Druids were said to believe that the soul was immortal and passed death from one person into another. Roman writers also say that the Druids offered human sacrifice for those who were gravely sick or in danger of death in battle. Huge wickerwork images were filled with living men, then burned. Although the Druids preferred to sacrifice criminals, they would choose innocent victims if necessary. We got all these people here we don't really want to deal with. Stick yeah. them in the statue. Yeah, I mean. Betty's sick. Get these guys in that fucking statue. Yeah, this guy can't fight, so. Light him up. Light him up. Let's go. Yeah. So, I'm going to sip on this real quick. Yes, good choice. So all that stuff about them sacrificing people, many believe was the Romans embellishing on the practice of the Druidic priests to justify an attack or to boost Caesar's ego by making the Celts terrifyingly evil people. You mean an invading army made their enemies who are also human seem more monstrous to justify wiping them out? Right. Weird. That's what I mean. Has that ever happened before, after that? That was like the last time that happened, right? I think it's still going on today. Think people still do that? I think so. Demonize their enemies? I believe so. All right. Um, there's a lot of people that thought this was you know, likely the case, just embellishing on it. But in the last hundred years or so, archaeology has become much more better. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's how I wrote that. Apparently I thought that was fun. I still think it is. I agree. (laughs) That example I made of the sacrifice earlier, that was a bog body that was discovered in the early 1900s. Oh, God. Yeah, so they chucked him in the bog. That's where the gods... They out. wanted him. Yeah. Hey, throw me. All right. You, yeah, garroted him. Yeah. 
beating up his ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they garroted him and cut his throat because when they garroted him, oh, this God. is what the, the archaeologists are like. So that's how you get a nice blood fountain because pull it tight and yeah. <sighs> yeah, so the blood fountain, that's what they called that. Blood fountain. Mm-hmm. It's a good name. Uh, yeah. Well, for anything. For anything. Anything, right. Yeah. This is where we'll put the blood fountain. Does anybody... Would anybody drink a beer called a blood fountain? Probably. All right. I would. I mean, I absolutely would. So what a dumb question to ask. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that body was found in the early 1900s. There have been others found, too, with similar modes of death. You know, that couple knocks to the head, apparently an axe, garrot, throat cut, heart yeah. stab. Yeah, the whole deal. Parts of them are missing. Yeah, the sacrificial hat trick. Yeah. Garrot, stab. What was the other one? Was there another thing in there? Axe to the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sacrificial hat trick. And then there's a cave that was recently discovered with over 150 human bodies found oh. chucked in it, as well as a bunch of dog corpses, which archaeologists have begun to determine that it was one massive sacrificial offering with signs of cannibalism, and it's carbon dated to the time that Rome may have been marching through. Mass human dog sacrifice? Uh, I believe it has something to do with their god of war. It was one of their... So they sacrificed a bunch of guys to win against the Romans? Yeah. Huh. What if you gave this guy's weapon instead? Because I forget what god it was related to. Um, yeah, 150 people. Then there were signs of cannibalism. Because in part of their religion, you could take on the strength of somebody. By consuming them, it was pretty much a backed into a desperate, desperate situation, though. It was not common. Yeah, it was. I mean, it sounds like a, you know, break in case of emergency. We're going to kill these 150 people and their dogs and then eat them. Well, because it looked like they ate the marrow from some of the bones. Oh, man. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, and that hurts to think about. I watched a reenactment of it where they were definitely just using cow bones, and it still made me go, "Ooh, I don't like that." <laughs> <sighs> it made me uncomfortable. Sucking the bear out of cow bones, the yep. marrow out of cow, bo- cow bones. Yep, I watched that, and I was still uncomfortable. Mm, kind of uncomfortable just thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, so that's not great. They made a giant sacrifice, hoping to appease their gods and save their way of life. I mean, do or die, or die and do. I don't know. Die and die. <laughs> die and die, yeah. Because Rome definitely, they marched through and wiped out this Celtic and Druidic culture. That's why it's so hard to... Yeah, genocide. Yeah. That's enough about human sacrifices, though. Oh, Celts were commonly associated with a different topic. What would that different topic be? Megalithic structures. True. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about the one they built in an area of land that is now commonly referred to as the United States of America. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. You want to do that? <laughs> so what are the, the Druids built? Yep. From from Europe? Yes. Around what, like, um, like last year or... Nope. Is it a little older? It's a little older. <laughs> yeah, how many years? A lot. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about it. It's quite. A, it seems like somebody jumped through a wormhole or something to some kind of to travel the time and space it would take to come to the Americas. Why? Why? I don't know. I just you know how boats work. I guess. Yeah. Columbus discovered America, right? Well, I mean, yeah, America didn't exist until he discovered it. So right, and nobody was was ever living here. Well, there is a megalithic structure in the mountains near the town of Salem. No, not that one. Salem, New Hampshire. Got it. It is now known as America's Stonehenge. I've heard about that. But I, I can't picture exactly what it looks like. But of course, by saying calling it American Stonehenge, I bet it's very similar. Or no. Settled up on a granite mountaintop, it's a stone formation that puzzled people for centuries. And it was known as Mystery Hill. Fair. Eventually, it was discovered that much like the Stonehenge across the Atlantic Ocean, it appeared to be a calendar. It aligns with the sun and the moon at different Significant points of the year, such as the summer and winter solstice. The stone structures found around the megalithic structure are made of stone in a similar manner to iron and bronze age structures in Europe. They are made from stacked stones. All the stone work seems to have been done with stone hammers and tools. There are different buildings around the structure, some too small to enter and whose purpose is unknown. Then there are larger structures that may have served as storage or for any sort of other sort of purpose. Okay? Okay. Got it. Then there are the ritualistic areas of Mystery Hill. What is that? Well, Including the sacrificial table. Well, if you're going to do it, I guess you need a table. Man. You can do it on like a stool. Need a table. A table makes it more official. Yeah, I mean sacrificial. You know, stool or yes, table. Bar. You want a stool or yeah, a table. You st- take your. You pack. want a table. Well, table's a little more elegant. Yeah, it is. So let's use the table. Yeah. It's gonna take more. We stone. got it sitting right here. Yeah. <laughs> There's a massive stone table, one giant single piece of stone, with a groove that winds around the edge and funnels it to a single groove that kind of pours uh, out over don't the like, edge. Don't like that. Why not? I mean, stuff's going down there. Yeah. It is believed live <laughs> sacrifices would be done on this table and that blood would collect in the groove and would be used as another part of the ritual. Which part? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's oral tradition. I don't know. I didn't know if they, you know, they all drank it. They all dumped it over each other. They had a bath. Maybe. Could have been any of that. A bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Another cool thing about the ritual area is something that they call the Oracle Chamber. Hmm. Seems intense. It is a chamber that is hidden from view from the area the ritual is done. Uh, but from from that chamber is a tube that magnifies the voice of anyone inside. So what they think his people are doing is... They would use the chamber to act as a voice for a deity or to show the power of the sacrificial offering. So you'd have somebody standing in there. Yeah. Being like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, more blood. Yeah. 
Dave has to die. I'm thirsty. Feed me Dave. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. And it would, you know, get the crowd going. Yeah. That's what gets the people going. Get them pumped. Right. You got to get the crowd reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get those good vibes out as people get ready to drink Dave. Yeah. This place has been carbon dated to be over 4,000 years old. Nah, okay. That would make it the oldest man-made structure in North America. 4,000 years old, huh? Mm-hmm. It's 2,000 years before the birth of one J.C. Well, you figure out which one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> huh. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's old. And with that... It's got some stank on it. There comes a lot of theories on who could have made it. Well, what's the first one? I laid the groundwork for one of the theories I like best, and that it was the ancient Celts and their Druid leaders that ended up braving the Atlantic, being the first Europeans to come to the New World. I mean, and honestly, I don't know where this is going to go, but, like, you're in a boat. Clearly, you're able to cross the ocean. It's not an impossible thing. It's very harrowing. But it's not impossible because eventually people would do this more often and more frequently. Yeah. Now we skip the boat and we just go over it. Yeah. See you. Sky boats. Sky boats. That's what they're called, I think. Yep. But yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously the Druids could have hopped in and came over and then did their stuff. That seems believable to me. Yeah. All right. So let's cover some of these theories. Some believe it was early colonial farmers that built it as a calendar for the, their crops. I mean, maybe, but like 4,000 years. Uh-huh. Carbon dating doesn't lie, right? No, I wouldn't think so. So, some say it was built in the 1800s and was used as part of the Underground Railroad. In an archaeological dig, found some manacles and thus may prove that it was constructed for that purpose. Either way, it could have been used for that role regardless. It may have yeah, if existed. it's already there, use it as a landmark as opposed to... And that's what more people kind of lean towards than, like, why did this guy build it? And then, you know, well, like the, the Underground Railroad, like, you know, just live by these ruined rocks. Yeah, I mean, it feels like something that just existed. Because, like, if you're going to... The Underground Railroad was underground, like, not known about. It wasn't this publicly... Well, this like, is literally people, underground. It, it, well, <laughs> I mean, people hid underground at some points, but it was not an underground train system. But... No, we don't have a, <laughs> a, a uh, train system that runs underneath the entire continental U.S.? No, yeah, there was no... There was it just no, goes from uh, south to north? Yeah, there was, no, <laughs> there was no network from, like, Atlanta to New York. You just hop on it, you can go. There was no... Uh, nothing like that. But like you wouldn't build something this this extravagant, is what I mean. To be like, oh yeah, just kind of like meet over here. It would be there, and like it's an easy thing to point to. Yeah, it's easy to find. Hmm. Um. Where did I go? Oh, some believe it was the Vikings. I mean, it was said that the Vikings had made it all the way to the New World. More, yeah, because I think they they did do that. Now we have evidence that they did. Yeah. Uh, we have evidence of them being in Newfoundland. Canada, maybe they made it to New Hampshire too. They could have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that. It's no, not that big of a. You're already over. You've, yeah, you already made the the hard part. The hard part's yeah, done. The tricky part's over. Well, some also say that it 
may have been Irish monks fleeing Ireland when the Vikings were doing their whole thing. The the Viking raids into the British Isles. Yeah. A Harvard archaeologist believes it was even older than all of these theories that I've currently laid in front of you. Uh-huh. He believes it was the ancient Phoenicians, a Mediterranean people where modern Lebanon is. Okay. They were an industrious, well-developed culture that made many contributions to advancing the Bronze Age. They, being a Mediterranean people, they were quite adept at shipbuilding and navigation. This archaeologist suggests that some of the symbols carved into the stones on Mystery Hill are Phoenician symbols. Others claim they are Viking runes, though. So I don't know. It's a mystery. Okay. Yeah, it is. Well, I was just thinking about it. Different symbols look similar in different cultures. What does that mean? I don't know. Oh, some also say it was Celtic writing. So Okay. But the Druids were all oral tradition. It looks like scratches. So to me, it looks like... Could be anything or just... I mean, it looks like it's man-made. Yeah. But I don't know. It looks like lines, intermingled lines, basically. I can show you when when we get a second here. Sounds good. So why hasn't everyone heard of America's Stonehenge? It's a good question. Well, there's some controversy behind it. What do you mean? Most archaeologists claim it's a hoax. Bummer, dude. Others say there's legit history there. So, the academic community really hasn't made a decision yet. Some of the problems come from the fact that the one, one of the owners in the early 1900s believed it was the Irish monk fleeing the Vikings theory. And he was the one that originally came up with that. And then he moved some of the stones to fit his theory. Oh, my God. So that didn't help. No, it didn't help. What are you doing? The sacrifice table is also very similar to a lie table. So they use, I forget, they render it and it drops out and it's slow moving. So it collects at the edge of the table. Okay. I looked them up. It looks like it might just be a lie table. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Also, no Iron Age evidence of tools or weapons, clothing, any sort has yet to be found. So it is literally just these stones? Stone structures. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Most archaeologists believe that there is legit stuff here, though. Even if it's not the 4,000-year-old monolith, they believe it's a site of Native American history and colonial history. And a lot of them think that that's where that carbon dating comes from, is it was probably a Native American site at one point. And, yeah. But then there's a lot of weird stuff, too. Okay. So, like, the monolith lines up directly with some of the monoliths at Stonehenge. Okay. Yeah, that's a problem. Why would you make a ritual area for where you're making lye? Right. Not writing it off as an Iron Age European structure one way or another. And maybe it's the academic world being stuck in their ways, not wanting to deal with human history being completely different than what they've already determined. 
right trying to put it into a box that doesn't belong in. Yeah. Maybe it was a native tribe that was wiped out in war before the white people showed up. I think it could be any sort of thing, really. There's no real evidence one way or the other yet. So, that is America's Stonehenge. Yeah, that's awesome. What, yeah, what is it? I don't know. I mean, it's pretty cool. I'll show you some stuff once we maybe go behind the veil here. Um, but it's just going to be pictures and stuff, so it's not great yeah, for not our au- show. Yeah, not audio-friendly. So, they, uh, it's pretty cool, though. Like, I'll show you the intro video, because you can go to their website. It's called America Stonehenge. It changed to that in the 80s. That's the official name of this place now, because well, it's, it's privately good, owned. Yeah, good branding. They know what they were doing. Yeah. You know, Stonehenge, this is America's. Yeah, if you put Stonehenge and this right next to each other, right. one looks way cooler than the other. Let you figure out which one it is. Um, (laughs) Oh boy! (laughs) But but it does match up with things, and so like they're saying, it's four thousand years old, and it still lines up with the sun, yeah, and everything. But there's like a whole video on how the wobble of the Earth, you know, through centuries it changes. Okay, and so now, um. like when it should line up, it's like slightly to the right. It's not like dead center anymore. Okay. And then they got a guy comes in and he's like, "Well, it actually would be like dead center four thousand years ago if we go back through that the way helps. this works yeah. and everything." <clears throat> so it's very interesting. I'm okay with saying that you know it could have been anything, any of those topics. I don't think any of them are like. No, I mean it's just because all those. I didn't know how insane people's theories were going to be, but I'm sure they are. There's some crazy ones. Yeah, I mean, I simplified them down a little bit there yeah, but I towards mean, the end. Yeah, but those are, you know, I mean, people made it at varying points in history. Yeah, somebody definitely made it. And it is pretty big. It's like nine acres. Jesus. Nine acres? I think that was right. It doesn't take up the full nine acres. Sure, but, but that's but on, it's on the land. significant. Yeah. It takes up a top of a mountain, basically. Oh, was it at New Hampshire? Yeah. And it's on granite. So it's like the buildings, they're like stacked stones, and yeah. then they like go down into like places and everything. Okay. Like, because it's on a granite mountaintop. Okay. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of funny because I did all this, and then I hopped on Reddit briefly, and somebody had posted something. I don't remember what subreddit i came across it in, but it was like a small stone structure similar to ones here and it's like why are these all over new england and i was like well that's weird because i was just spent like yeah i just really a, <laughs> like a long time reading about different weird things so most people said they're they're root sellers from like old colonial households which could be you know. that makes sense yeah yeah because you didn't have refrigerators back then no yeah like a like a stone like walkway that goes underneath the uh I mean they're even smaller than that. They're okay. like, like you can't even it's hardly tough. go down in them. Okay. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Um I'll show you the intro video. They because you can go to their website yes. and check out like yes. 
watch this intro before you come to our park and everything. It's like, all right, will do, sir. I watched it. And that's where you see, like, it lines up directly with Stonehenge. They show you a video, and it's, like, the owners, one of the owners, or somebody. And he's like, yeah, I was just on Google Maps and decided to see, like, well, we got these points on the monolith that are or megalithic structure that like are lined up with the calendar. And he's like, well, and they're over a course of distance. So he's like, I want to see where they line up. And I just kept zooming out and zooming out and you can draw a straight line. And it went right through one of the big structures at Stonehenge. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. Oh shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's all connected. This planet's full of so many mysteries. We have no idea. And what's wild is you don't even have to make up like, different species or different aliens. We don't know all of human history, so what were people doing? Yeah, what were people doing? I mean, even this, just the Druids, oral history, nothing was written down, so it's all lost. We have no idea. Right. Just huge gaps. Yeah. That It's like, I don't know. Yep. Which, if you do sit and think about it, is kind of, is this wild? Because like it's a whole planet full of people. How did we get here? I don't know. We're just here. Yeah. And uh, I read a lot about druids and irish and yeah old uh you know just a whole bunch of different stuff sure this could have gone a lot of different ways oh yes i will just read you the title of one of the articles that i ended up pulling up okay and we'll just leave it at that because i don't want to get into the rest of it because i did read a good amount of it (laughs) this could have got real weird so it's a separate i'll just read you the article title here all right i'm ready Nippled Irish royalty and their less fortunate, usually dead, nippleless relatives. <laughs> oh, my God. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Holy shit. Well, maybe there will be a, a weird and feared about... The nippleless Irish? Kissing the king's nipples. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe not, though. <laughs> hey, Nick, you know what's really weird? Kissing this king's nipples. Yeah. What? Let's talk for an hour. Wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hunker down, here we go. Yeah, so I read a lot. And then... Nipple kissing? Yeah. So. Oh, my God. I like the Celtic theory. Uh, It's just fun. The Druids are cool. Druids are cool, yeah. Uh, And it does... Some of the structures do... I mean, I think I mentioned it. They're similar to Stone Age stuff. Yeah. Yeah, in uh, medieval Europe. So, it's not... I'm not just throwing it out there. Like it's there's it's possible. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, and I was also that's of course badass, but that you know, the cannibalistic dog and human murder cave. That's a lot to handle too. About before the Romans oh, wiped out the druids. And yeah, the, I watched the Celts. I watched a video of the Gauls. That. Yeah. While they're excavating it, and like they're talking to the archaeologists and. You never see, like, the archaeologists are so excited and happy about this find. Right. And they're like, look at all these human bones. And I'm just like, <laughs> like you guys. Like, huh. <laughs> yeah, they're just, like, sitting in the mud, like, digging them out. And they're like, oh, look at this, look at this one. <laughs> like, they look so happy. And I'm like, like guys. yeah, if I was pulling human bones out of mud, like, in a cave, in, like, the 150 bodies at least, I'm like... I don't feel like I'd be like, this is so cool. Yeah. I found another one. Yeah, but I mean, it's 
you know, that's their field. So they get excited when they're making a big discovery. Well, yeah, I mean, they're just, they're just looking like, at like, this is incredible, as opposed to just be like, well, this is a, you're a person, that's a dead person, and you're digging up his bones from this muddy cave yeah. where he was sacrificed and maybe eaten by his friend. But yeah, they're so excited. Like, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Imagine the excitement you found. Oh, it's one human. Oh, he's so old. He's dead. Another one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's 55 human bodies they found. This is cool. 100. Yeah. 150. Like, yeah. At one point, they had like a tooth, and they're like, look at this. this is a human tooth. And oh, the guy's no. like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. He's like, it's so small, though. And I'm like, yeah, look how worn down it is. Like, because they didn't have great hygiene, dental hygiene. Like, right. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> just watching their. Because it's different, you know. Yeah, with the, and also just imagining the horror of that event happening, and like how they feared for their lives as Caesars that Romans were coming in to wipe them out, mm-hmm. and then that's the end of their life, and then you know, thousand so years later, yeah. it's just that one that one guy. Look at that tooth! <laughs> <laughs> Look at this tooth! Yeah. So that's cute. Mm-hmm. But that's wild. Yeah. Where to come from? What is it? Where what what is it? Calendar. I mean, a calendar. There's definitely some history there. Either yeah. Way. Whether it's four thousand years old, thousand right. years old, you know, something was there. Well, even like hundreds of years old, if that's how old it is. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. There's history there. Exactly. Hmm. Well, if anybody's been to American Stonehenge, I would like to check it out. I now. would. It's on the list. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of to-dos to do. Mm-hmm. So many. What a big place. What a big planet. Yeah. But yeah, email us at weirdandfearpodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, the Facebooks, the social medias. We exist there. Anchor.fm slash weirdandfeared. You can leave us a voice message. Tell us about your trip that you took to American Stonehenge. And support us on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash weirdandfeared. Where um, we post behind the veil, which is conversation that happens after this conversation is over in a way the conversation continues yeah we're probably gonna be looking at pictures and commenting it's on gonna it. be it's real exciting our, it's not great for our main <laughs> yeah. show which is why we go behind the veil and talk right. about it but it is just us kind of hanging out and talking yeah. about the same thing yeah the raw details mm-hmm. all right guys well you know look around your environment how much history is out there mm-hmm. it's a good question be aware of that and stay spooky Yeah, stay spooky.